There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Hello everyone and welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi channel. I'm Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve, and tonight we'll be discussing episode three of season two of Krypton. Okay, so this was weird. Special effects were good. It was just kind of creepy weird. Yeah. Just and I think we know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we get into all that, let's get some ratings news. All right. Episode three brought in a 0.11 in adults 18 to 49 with 0.487 million viewers, making it the 61st rated cable show for the day. Not bad. It's creeping up. Not great, but not bad. Yeah. yeah holding steady with the adults 18 to 49, but the numbers and how it's rated is slowly but surely creeping up. So I guess everybody's starting to realize that, oh, it's on and we need to be watching it. Right. The great catch up, catch up. Yeah. All right. Episode three, Will to Power. The rebels gain advantage against General Zod as Seg goes head to head with Brainiac. That actually is a good synopsis of it. Yeah. It's the good recap. Really is. Probably the only one that we've had like <laughs> ever. Yeah. They like to screw with us. But let me see. So let's start with the boys on our distant planet, shall we? All right. Let's do it. Because while on the run from Lobo, Seg discovers three very useful things from his mind chats with Brainiac. First, Brainiac's trying to cultivate a new body through him. Second, Brainiac can be one very persuasive son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and finally, he can access Brainiac's vast archives of knowledge, just like how the green monster can access his memories. So there's a little fun fact. Yeah, that might prove to be useful. But know, it's still hard to believe that Seg is going to somehow outwit Brainiac. But exactly. That's what I was in, that was my butt. <laughs> yeah. But is Seg going to be able to? Is he strong enough? Is he smart enough? Not so much smart enough, but is he just able to do it? That right. was the big question mark for me. Right, because with Brainiac in your head, he's going to know what you're thinking. Right. So you can't think it. But interestingly enough, Seg was able to pluck out Brainiac's birth pod, which it's like, okay, how is this place still standing? Although Brainiac did say that there was still technology on the planet. Right. So, okay, we need to run. And I know Lobo is chasing you, but isn't Seg still kind of beat down or is like Brainiac in there kind of overriding everything? It's like just... Pump him with endorphins. He'll keep going. Right, yeah. Well, he's wanting to cultivate his body for him. So, yeah, it's possible he's doing some quick healing on uh, Sega at the time. Yeah, poor Adam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I can't keep running. Mm. Oh, my. So, we also have the Rebels over on Wegthor. And 
oh, great, they're having a fake victory because Nissa's intel checked out, but how far is that going to go? Right. And they get all these supplies, and you think, okay, that's an awesome thing. Yeah, except the high-quality oxygenators. That right there, I'm like, mm. Yeah, let's not, let's hold our horses on those. Maybe do a test run to check them out instead of assuming that they're all good. Right. Like, I'm just thinking this isn't going to be good. No. And Val decides, you know, let me talk to Jax for a second. And I just want you to be aware that this was good intel and Nissa gave this to us and we can't get intelligence out of dead Sagittarii. So maybe don't torture people when you're questioning them. Right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but she's like, this is a teaching moment, isn't it? (laughs) I just thought it was kind of funny because she's just like, really, Val? Like, it's never going to end, is it? No. And then we have Lyda back on Krypton trying to convince Zod to send her up there to end the rebellion because she can negotiate a surrender with Val because, hello, I'm Lyda and he knows me. Right. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. Like, is she trying to get away? Is Because she seemed like the old Lyda. A little bit, yeah. And that was very curious. Was Is she trying to jump ship real quick? I'm confused with it. Yeah, very. Because one minute she's BS crazy and the next minute she seems to be old Lyda and it's like, what are you? Right? We have Rod straight Zod. Like, no, we must keep to this plan, blah, blah, blah. But somehow he reconsiders Lyda and is like, oh, but I know you can do this. And I need you here, though. And it's like, I, I'm still, I'm a big question mark with what's going on with him right. and her. Yeah. Their relationship, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But she's like, let me prove myself. And he's like, no, 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 no. Because you're the one who taught me calculated risk. And I thought it was interesting, though, because she does say, you remember this version of me that's not me. Right. Because I haven't gotten there yet. And so I don't know. I don't feel like it's softening him. But I feel like somewhere he's like, oh, I'm going to lose her. She's going to keep pushing I need to do something to kind of shut her up is the best way. Right. It's very possible that just because she's not the Lida that he remembers yet, that's got to give him doubt that maybe something will happen that will keep that from happening. So, yeah, I understand him trying to keep her right next to him at all times. But, but then he does she'll never become. Then, yeah. I don't know. It's so weird. Lida is always trying to prove herself to somebody. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's jump back and talk about Dev and Jaina, who I still don't know how Dev's even alive. Yeah. But Jaina's talking to him, you know, thank you for taking that shot. And he's like, I didn't do it for you. And she realizes the Sagittarii weren't looking for her. No. Because everyone thinks she's dead. And then Dev won't tell her why they're looking for him. I don't know. Maybe because he's still alive. It could be. But I think there's something more to this story. I do, too. But he also is just refusing to help her. And I don't know, he's feeling hurt and betrayed. And you were gone and then you're back. And look what happened to me. And 
And she's like, no, 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 think of Lyda. And that kind of really pissed her off. Right. It's like, you don't know what's happening. Right. You have been out of the loop and uh, don't think so. Right. And then we go away from this. And I'm like, no, play it yeah. out. <laughs> exactly. So we're back to Wegthor. And a different Rebel Scout gets wind of another plan of Zod's. Or is it fake information? Right. And, and well, we're going to see. Because he's planning to rally his Sagittarius forces at the base of the elevator to Wegthor. So they can attack Topside. But, of course, there's... Always a catch, right? Oh, absolutely. So it just seems like too good of a thing. They're all going to be there. The rebels would be able to use this choke point that they talk about later. It's like, I don't think this is going to work. And then what happens at the very end, really, I'm like, ah, crap. Yeah, you fell right into that trap. Right? Well, Jax, of course, is like, let's attack them along the way and... We'll use what we confiscated, and we'll be able to gain control. Again, just too good to be true. Right. Absolutely it is. I don't know. But this also means that Lyda's suggestion might actually work. Right. So what to do, what to do. Yeah. Decisions, decisions. And we, of course, have Nyssa, who's still being her double agent self. And I'm really not happy the way this started to play out. No. Because she's using her emotions and vulnerability as a mom to trick Val into trusting her and setting her free. Right. And I'm like, come on, Nissa, I know you want the baby back. Right. But no. Yeah. Exactly. Not like this. Yeah. It's getting to the point where you can't trust Nissa. No. Not again. And I don't like that. No, because... The whole last season, I'm like, I don't know if I can trust her. And I'm like, okay, I trust her. And I'm like, damn it. Yeah, exactly. Fly back to Kalu, wherever wherever that actually is. Right. We have no idea how far <laughs> away from Krypton it is. We have second Adam finding this ancient place. And I love it because it's this dark cave. And Sex like, we have to go in there. And Adam's like, no, maybe yeah. you're wrong. <laughs> exactly. Maybe we can check Google. And he's still inside his head fighting Bradyak at the same time, which is so weird. Yeah. And when they flash back, they're like in the, the fortress of solitude. And Brainiac's like trying to use all of his memories like, oh, maybe you want to see the mother of your child or have a drink with your dear friend. It's like, mm, no, stop it. So, yeah, Nissa's there. Kem's there. Who else is he going to pull out? I'm assuming that. What was supposed to have happened off screen was he went through a bunch of the people. Right. Like, who but can... But it wasn't get... enough to to get to him. Until. Yeah. Suddenly he's like, oh, here it is. And suddenly he's light on. I'm like, oh, crap. Yeah. And Seg is kind of shut down. His eyes are black. He's just standing there in the pod room. And Adam's like, dude, now is not the time. Right. <laughs> like yeah it should just take over and pull him out and adam's like okay what do we do blank screen yeah like crap Suddenly he just kind of throws him into the chair and kicks it because he hears lobo it's like well you know whatever works i guess right but of course we see the tendrils coming out from above and into seg from underneath oh, so the chair creepy. yes 
And yeah, Lobo's like, all right, I'm coming in after you. And he throws his chain and his arm goes forward and it cuts it off. It's like, Ugh. Yeah. And he's screaming and then laughing. And it's like, what? And okay, I'll have to admit, when Lobo's like, you little turd, you cut off my favorite limb. <laughs> I was really expecting him to say like second favorite appendage or right, something yeah. because <laughs> Lobo is kind of crude. And I was like, the hell? And then, like, the the arm is flipping him off. And right. Lobo is flipping off. I'm like, what is happening? And Adam's just like, okay, you can't get in here. We're we're working this out, dude. We're, we'll give you the green goo. And he's just like, I hope you're not squeamish. Oh, maybe I do want you to be squeamish. When he pulls out the blaster, I thought he was going to start shooting the force field. Right. Nope. No. He shoots his own head. And Adam's like, the hell? It just yeah. happened. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, he doesn't remember that the arm is in the room inside the force field. See, what I was questioning, does he get to choose how he regenerates? Because he had his whole body on the other side. Right. Apparently so. It was weird. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I definitely want to know more of about his uh, regenerative powers. Yeah, We'll get back to that. Because <laughs> let's jump back at uh, Zod. General Zod, who decides to talk to his mother and give her a drink. And I don't know about you, but as soon as he pours this drink and he's like, here, drink this. I'm like, don't do it. Yeah, exactly. I was thinking it was whatever's been messing with her head. Right. And he's like, it might be the last one you get for a while. And I'm like, oh, my God, is he killing her? Is he yeah. putting her in a coma? What's he doing? Yeah. He's like. Again, we get the calculated risk thing, and he's like, you're going to spearhead the fight against the rebels. And she gets up and embraces him. What? Yeah. What? Let me hug you. Very awkwardly. Oh, absolutely. Thank you for letting me fight people. It's like, what? And I can't tell what was up with Zod's face. Right. Yeah. You you could see the, the wheels are turning in there, but you don't know why. He's more uncomfortable with the hug than she is. That's for sure. And she calls him son. Yeah. You know, oh, no, 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 Lida. Don't go to the dark side. Right. It's just like, wait, is he like realizing that he's pushing this to a point that he won't be able to come back from? That she's going to find out he lied and she's going to do something? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Let's hope she finds out. Because it's something. I mean, come on. Gotta be. And let's jump back to Wegthor then. Where apparently Lyda will be heading. Yes. And Nyssa has no guard, so she's able to kind of wander. And she finds somebody from her past who kept looking at her. And I thought the person who kept looking at her and talking to Jack's other people were saying they found something out about Nyssa. Right. That she actually was working for Zod. But right. No, apparently not. Turns out it was her old lover. Was it Arame? Yeah. Army? I'm not quite sure how to pronounce it. The very same one who taught her how to fight. And Nissa's like, yeah, it did come in helpful a lot. Thanks. And apparently they didn't leave on such great terms because then Nissa's like, well, you can make it up to me. Right. Well, okay, they're in bed pretty quick. Yeah. Like, well, okay then. And after that little moment, I want to know who this person is like she's works with the scientist she said right 
but like Nissa managed to steal some kind of like classified information. But why is this woman just walking around with classified information on her? <laughs> well, I think she's actually Jax's second in command, so that's probably why. And I wasn't sure if this information was about the codex, which you had said it was. Right. Or if it was about like something with the elevator, because of the way the picture, it was weird. Yeah. It looked more schematical than biological, shall we right. say. But whatever it was, she seemed really unhappy. Right. I don't know why. Would you care to venture a guess? Well, I think it probably has something to do with it becoming a weapon of some sort. Oh. And it's possible you got Zod wanting it on one side and you got Jax got it on the other. And both of them could use it for, um, shall we say, very nefarious reasons. Didn't think about that. Right. And so I think Nessa thinks that this is something that could possibly be used to hurt her son in the long run. Anything can be the way freaking Zod is acting. That's right. I mean, yeah, she can't trust Zod either, but she definitely knows that Jax could be planning something that could do damage. See, I didn't think about that. I never think about them using this thing as a weapon. Right, yeah. It just doesn't seem like it should happen that way. No. Meanwhile, Brainiac and Seg are still kind of duking it out as Brainiac's using Lyda's form. And I am not cool with this. I mean, Seg is crying and he's like, I love you. And Lyda's like, I, I've always loved you. And using all of this past memory, I can't even say emotion. Right. This past memory, and it's like, oh, we'll be together forever. And it's just like the perfect moment when Seg rises up and he's like, no, because you think pain needs to be fixed and like pushed away. And that's what we use. And suddenly it's like he takes the upper hand and Brainiac's like, wait, what? What yeah. just happened? <laughs> what just happened? Exactly. Seg came up with something that he knew Brainiac wouldn't know anything about. Right. And he's like, oh, that that emotion you're feeling is fear. Yeah. You should enjoy that. Yeah. Like, bloop. And he manages to pull himself out. And it's weird because, like, this is happening. But then on the outside, suddenly you have Adam just, just breathe. You're doing great. I'm like, what, is he in labor? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And suddenly you hear Lobo, oh, yeah, look like he's doing shit to me. And he's like, what? <laughs> he turns around and he's looking. And he's like, there's no head on that body. And Lobo, over here. Holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> we have head, shoulders, and arms. And you go, uh-oh. It was like, this is so weird. Yeah, Adam looked horrified, which I don't blame him. No, not at all. He's like, dude, dude, we're separating them. You can kill them, but what the hell? <laughs> that looked funny. And, you know, Adam's like, I don't I don't want to fight you like this, man. And Lobo's just like, yeah, whatever. As he, like, takes him out with his chain pretty quick. And he, what was he doing? Because Lobo's half-body, apparently he's pretty strong, was, yeah. like, on top of Adam. What was he saying? Like, his hair is so soft or yeah. something? Like, what was it? Or your skin? I don't know what he said exactly, but I'm like, this is so creepy. Yeah. And Adam's like, I don't know what to do right now. <laughs> and it seemed like Lobo was going to crush his skull. 
And that's when Seg kind of wakes up and separates himself, like physically, which yeah, is from the really chair. weird. Yeah. And there's Brainiac all winked up. And it's like, uh, okay, so before Lobo can really get at them, because Seg's like, all right, we need to separate you two. Adam, you know, gets pulled away from Lobo and it's like, let's Zeta beam out of this bitch because I don't know what's happening with these two, but it's weird. And there's half a dude who still can kick my ass. So again, kudos to the special effects team because that was so creepy. Yes, it was. Yeah, so just hanging down, you know, trying to grow his legs and it's just like, (laughs) Yeah, they're smiling at him and flip him off. It's like, nice, nice touch. And Lobo's like, hmm, hey, look. look I have Brainiac. He's like, oh, they did. What did he call them? I can't remember exactly what he called them. And he's like, oh, those two did actually come through on their end of the deal or something. Right. But he called them something weird. And I love that, though, like, I forgot to mention before he came down into the, the birthing chamber, he's calling him Seagull. Right. It's like, Seagull, are you down there? It's like, what is wrong with you? You're so weird. But, like, we get that moment where Lobo, we're assuming, is killing Brainiac. Right. Because you see Brainiac's eyes open and you see black goo. But we've seen the same thing with Seg. So, yeah. Let's say that Brainiac didn't slide into Lobo all of a sudden. Exactly. I don't know. And that would be another superpower he would have. Right. So I don't know what's going on there. No. And I wouldn't count Brainiac being completely out of seg either. Right. And I'm going to say, like, the moments where Brainiac and seg were in his head talking, Brainiac was so creepy. Like, like I need a shower after watching yeah. it kind of creepy. <laughs> it was like, ugh. And I think the way Cameron Cuff played that where... Like, all of a sudden, you know, Brainiac's next to you. He's in front of you. He's, you know, talking behind you where he's, like, kind of jerking slightly. Right. And looking with this, like, look of disgust, like, ugh. Yeah. Could be in a creeper. <laughs> like, that was perfect. Yeah. It's like, I wonder how they had that moment. It's like, okay, close your eyes. He's going to move. And then, bam, you're going to just pop into it. I don't know, but it was weird. And it was good. I liked it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Where are we? I forgot. <laughs> I go off on a tangent. Oh, so obviously we have we have the guys happen to land in the Outlands. I love that because Adam's like, yes, it worked. Dude, that does not make me feel better that you weren't sure it was going to work. Right. <laughs> and you have Seg who's laying there essentially dead. And I love that because Adam's like, oh, crap, oh, crap, oh, crap. Yeah, <laughs> this is not what is supposed to have been happening. Right, so he starts CPR and then just hits him. It's like, oh, were, were you going to kick him too? Much like the birthing chamber? I guess whatever gets it working. Yeah. Yeah, and Seg's like, oh, God, I feel horrible. I feel like I was dead. He's like, yeah, well. well yeah, burnt me a little bit. I was dead. And like, he can't get past that, <laughs> which no. I understand. That's not something you're just going to be like, oh, okay, I was dead. Cool. I'm not anymore, but put on the other side we have Sagittari, which we see Kem, who's kind of chilling and i don't know what the hell he was doing was that a weapon he's putting together or yeah. what yeah he's part he's Sagittari now uh, but at least he he's was off the front lines right because he was one of them that they kind of pulled in that's right, right. 
Yeah. Kent was smart enough to figure out that if he didn't volunteer, he wasn't going to be around anymore. So he went ahead and signed up. Right. Yeah. He's like, great. We're going to the base of the elevator. Oh, crap. Yeah. So crap one, crap two. Oh, what else is going to happen? Well, out in the Outlands, Jaina finds Dev unconscious in the snow. She takes him into wherever and kind of cares for him. Like, I thought he was dead. Right. But he wakes up and she was laying next to him on like the blankets. Right. And he just starts crying, which is so weird because we've not seen this from him. No. And he just kind of rolls over to her and is just crying. And she's just like letting him cry. Like, okay, you're going to let your kid just cry it out. Right. You don't know what to say in this moment. And she has no idea what he's gone through, even though she knows he was taken over by Brainiac. So I think she has to feel a little bit sorry for him. Right. But at the same time, it's like she wants his help. So I don't, I don't know what she's going to do. Yeah. She really wants to trust him and have somebody with her that can help her with her task. But until he actually tells her what happens, I don't think she can completely trust him. So well, we hopefully will just have to wait that'll change. Yeah, hopefully he will finally tell her the whole story and then they can team up together and start kicking some ass. Right. And uh, yeah, so finally we see... Adam and Seg start making their way back to Krypton. And you still see the remains of Brainiac's ship, which I didn't realize that's what that was at first. Right. I'm like, why is it all lit up weird? <laughs> oh, yeah, that doesn't feel really good. It feels no. very ominous. Yes. So I don't know. And this is only episode three. Yeah. I'm going to be all stressed out. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, sci-fi. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So... Of course, we want to know what you guys think. Shoot us an email at sci-fi talk at fangirlzone.com or go over to www.fangirlzone.com. I said it too fast. Go to our contacts page and you can send us a message any of those ways. And we'd love to discuss it on the next episode or any of the upcoming episodes if you're behind. And while you're at it, if you can rate and review us on iTunes and every other platform you find us on, because good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show find us. Tell your friends, especially if they're fans of DC, and if they know all about the whole catalog of Superman and such, because they can maybe clue us in and all the stuff that we're missing, and we are okay with that, because I still have so many questions. Yeah. And for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I'm Sean Fangirlass. And I'm Steve. Maybe just a little bit, but I undeaded you. And until next time.